Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Welcome. This is Gemma. Woo! Here with another question from Bella. How does color relate to frequency? And how do I choose my colors for my paintings? That was a under, under question. But how does color relate to frequency? Now, this is a really cool thing. So if you are <clears throat> working to up-level your frequency, uh, you can use color as one of the tools. Now, I always say it's important to choose the frequency you want to be. It's so much easier to just um, intend and, and intend to be, uh, let's just say, uh, well, you've got to use the emotional frequency chart. You can't just leap up to happiness or leap up to unconditional love. It's really great to have those mantras, but if it's way higher than where you're at, it's going to feel like a mountain. So you want to just go a couple notches up on the frequency chart. So find an emotional frequency chart that you like. You can look up images on Google for emotional frequency charts and find where you are. And this is what this means is that find the energy. Well, you know where you are. You just have to say how you feel right now. You know, I have had friends who say, I feel sad. I'm really sad. And other friends who say, I feel angry. Or we can look at them and know they're angry, right? But they have to know this. I feel angry. I'm angry at everybody. I don't know why, but I'm angry. You know, so find the feeling that you are. Now, most of the time, I feel happy <laughs> and ease. But there are times I feel frustrated, right? And that's where I'm functioning from. You know, I'll, I'll jump into frustrated or I'll jump into, gosh, I don't know unease or not usually stress or anxiety because you know I've done years and years and years of work to not be in stress and anxiety I make a practice of letting go stress and anxiety are so low for me that I have a mantra that if something is stressful it doesn't it doesn't get to be a part of my world I'll just let it go that falls under would you rather be right or would you rather be happy I don't need to take on stressful things like for me stressful is watching drama films and horror films. That's stressful for me. So no, they don't get to be a part of my experience. I have boundaries against those. <laughs> they do not get to play. So um, stressful people don't get to be a part of my life. I, I don't have room for the drama and stress. It doesn't even compute for me. It doesn't make sense. It takes me away from my joy. So I draw the line. And uh, so you can do that. You can draw the line on what is and isn't allowed to be a part of your experience. Now, color, let's go back to color. So important thing that I was just mentioning is to choose the frequency you wanna up level to. Go to an emotional frequency chart and you will know that it's an up level because it feels lighter. All right, so find where you're at and go only a couple notches up. As up as you can go and still feel possible. And you might have to go there a couple times. You might have to, like a friend who was sad said, I asked him, now I was holding space and nudging, but I said, how would it, how would you, like, what could you be angry about? What could you be angry about? 
And at first he resisted and said nothing. But then after I asked the third time, he lit up. Every, well, actually, every time I asked him, he lit up, but then he immediately held on to the sadness. But by the third time, he felt good, and he goes, actually, I am angry. You know, So he accepted it with a nudge and with holding space and helping. So you could have a friend hold space. You could use a notebook to hold space for you. Anything that will take the ego out of the equation helps to hold space. So you could use a recorder. You have to just be serious about it. That is the key for helping. So when you choose this up level, right, then you know, ah, okay, so I want to be angry right now. If you're coming from sadness, anger is an upset. If you're, if you're coming from, you know, something else like uh, contentment, anger is a down step, you know, but we want to up level. So find what is an up level for you. Once you find your up level and it feels lighter, you could ask what colors are like feel exciting to me what colors feel exciting so colors relate to frequency i used to hate absolutely hate the color orange well an up level for me was clearing my root chakra and the root chakra color was orange so everything that had to do with my root chakra because i was unaware of my blockage i was resisting I was pushing away and I pushed away the color orange. When I heard, and I had no knowledge of chakras, I had no knowledge of all of that, but I did recognize that when someone said, you are completely blocked in that root chakra, having everything to do with security and money, and um, uh, I think it might have to do with sex too, and it has to do with the color orange. And I was like, oh my goodness. So what did I do? I embraced the color orange. I didn't know how to embrace uh, anything else, but I embraced the color orange. At the time, that just seemed like the obvious thing to do. I bought clothes that were orange. I, If I found something that was orange, I brought it into my life, and I just stopped hating the color orange. I just flat out decided to turn that around. I realized my resistance to the color orange was, what, was how I was whole. My resistance to the color orange was equivalent to my resistance to open up this area of my being, this root chakra area, this energy field, um, what did they call it, energy center in my body. I was holding on to the, 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 the stuckness there. And then holding on to the stuckness, what that included was resisting the color orange. So I just opened up that area of my world. So find colors that you're resisting. Are you resisting any color? If you came into my life now, you would be like, I, I can't even imagine you resisting color because everything is so colorful, everything. <clears throat> and what I love is um, weaving things together, weaving colors with other colors. I love this so much, you have no idea. And I integrate all color. There is not a single color that I have an aversion to. And if I had an aversion to a color, I would be more concerned about my aversion to it than actually entertaining such a thing. Because I recognize now that it is, um, that color is frequency. You know, color is frequency and there is no bad frequency, all right? Let's get out of the judgment of bad or good. Now, there is no specific color having to do with happiness. 
Oh, interesting, huh? But you're like, no, but happiness is this color. Love is this color. So not true. And let me tell you how I found that out. Because Bella was hosting an energy healing class for children. And she was teaching the kids to use pendulums. And in doing that, she created this, um, she created a exercise where it was a table of nine or 12 emoji faces, all different expressions, all different emotions. And that that represented the emotional frequency chart. So Bella, uh, she, I'm going to turn that sound off. So Bella had this basically an emotional frequency chart set up as an emoji table with different faces, all like in boxes and on a grid. And then she told them to ask uh, about what different colors meant to them. Like what did a color mean? What did a color represent? So she would ask, they would ask themselves, what does this color represent for me? And then they would use their pendulum over the emotional frequency chart um, of emoji faces and find what it represented. Now, there was even a little bit of room for translation there because when they held it over an emoji face, they got to kind of decide what that emoji face represented. You know, I mean, within within re- I mean, you know, like they, they interpreted it, right? So I did this exercise and I used my favorite-ish color, this golden yellow that I painted my living room. I painted my car. This color was really important in my life. It was a deep golden yellow and even to the point of being like pumpkin yellow. And so I, I was thinking of this color and I was like, what does this color represent for me? And I figured it would go to the smiley face, but it went to the face with the hearts and the eyes. And I realized that this gold and yellow color represented love for me. And this is why I'm saying that there is no one like color that is represented by a thing. So this color was love for me. And then I understood why I brought it into my life. So I wrapped it around me because I was at a point in my life where unconditionally loving myself was the answer. And, uh, (laughs) so okay so there you go you could do this little chart for yourself pull up an an emoji face chart and play with the color like Bella did with these children get yourself a pendulum if you want to know how to use it find a YouTube video on how to use your um, pendulum or call me up I'll walk you through it and play with this table all right and see what do colors represent for you there is no bad color. There is no bad color. There are there. This is just all interpretation and, and it's your own, like what one color represents for one person. It doesn't represent necessarily for another person. You know, my leaping on to embrace orange was just that beautiful awakening for me, you know? So what colors are you resisting? And why are you resisting them? Oh, this is just so much fun. I I love that Bella brought this up, this whole relationship of color to frequency because people do resist colors. You know, I can remember when I embraced all the greens and for a while I thought green was almost a non-color because it's so prolific in nature. Mm. We could almost say the same thing about brown or browns, but there's so many shades and my living room and my house 
is seven different shades of brown. All these different shades and I painted it with my bare hands and I truly embraced browns, you know, when I did that. That was back in the day when the free paint at Lowe's was just browns, you know, there was no good colors, it was just browns. <laughs> so I bought all these different browns. There's a purple one, an orange one, a bluish tinted one, a greenish tinted one. And it's like, it's only because they're all on the wall together that you can actually see warm browns versus cool browns, you know, like it's just amazing. So you get to uh, explore color in your life. Is your wardrobe all black and white? Is your wardrobe full of red? Are you taking certain colors for granted in your life? Like these would be questions that I would dive into. <sighs> I love doing my homes now. Like back in the day before I was doing my own loving self and growth and personal like uh, focus awareness, um, harnessing my gifts. Before that, I didn't have any love of anything. Like I would, I was okay with walls being white or nothing colored. And since I've embraced color, it's funny because you would think that, um, you know, color on walls could be very limiting. But I don't find it limiting at all. I just find some artwork works better on some walls than other walls. That's what I find. I find um, some patterns, you know, like I can do really wild uh, wall paint. And then I notice that if it's really wild, some artwork is still better than other artwork, you know, like... Uh, Maybe wild paint means it needs to have a calm uh, design and calm paint can have more electric, energetic design. So color, so Bella's question said, how do I choose colors in my paintings? And sometimes I choose colors purely from what color would serve me now in this painting. So I remember doing um, a self-portrait where I felt kind of stuck and I felt like there was a certain emotion of, of release that was coming up. And I did this self-portrait in blues and it's, it's a powerful portrait for me, a very powerful portrait. And uh, yeah, and then I've, I've done, I, I just love bringing art to life. Like that's what I love. If I'm gonna paint something, I wanna do it in a way that makes it feel like it has its own life. It doesn't have to be like a photo, it, it, not at all. And it's gonna have its own life and it's gonna feel really alive. So it's almost as if my artwork exists in another reality because the colors are not true. And yet the picture, it just feels so alive. And you know, here, this brings me back to technology because with the technology that we have, we can do like take a photo and then we can turn it into something completely other with these shifting, um, what would you call those things? Those um, templates or whatever you have, you can choose with your photo options and you can just go all the cool colors or you can go to opposites or contrasting or I don't, what are those called? Oh my, filters. You can use different filters. So it's almost as though when I do my paintings, I choose to um, I choose to filter and you know do filters on my paintings and it's just so wild, so wild. So that's kind of like when I'm choosing colors for paintings, it's through a feeling of what is the what is my emotion that I want to convey in the painting and what color relates to that emotion for me. 
So that's how I do that. Anyway, this has been super duper amazing and we are going to uh, end this. So just examine in your own life, how does color relate? What does, what colors mean to you? And just know that just because green means something for you doesn't mean that's what it means for everybody. That's for you. So go for it. Have some fun. Ah, sending you a huge amount of love right now. I've got to figure out. I feel like I'm uh, in queue here. i got to figure this out. Some craziness happening. Hmm. I am having issues with my outgo. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know why it's not playing. It's not playing because I didn't do something, I think. I don't know. It's so weird. Anyway, this is Gemma Fossett. I'm going to do a, a live outgo. If you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at 401-699-6142. I offer private sessions, retreats, and if you have a question and you would like to pose it for the podcast, please text it to me at 401-699-6142. Thank you for all of your, uh, your support. I really appreciate it, and have a wonderful week. Bye now.